Hi, this is Angie Meadows, and this is The Rocker Recovery. And this is Bobby Snyder sitting right next to her. And we are here today in Huntington, West Virginia on a rainy day, and we're hoping that uh, you have learned a lot out of this Overcoming Trauma workbook. We're on the last lesson of the book. Yeah, we're on self-control. So what we have learned in this book is to be able to pull up our trauma and to reprogram it by developing character and by practicing the fruit of the spirit. And we're on the last fruit of the spirit called self-control. So kick us off, Bobby. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, pride, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its powers, having nothing to do with them. Second Timothy 3, 2 and 3. Now, isn't that interesting that the scripture gives us uh, permission to have nothing to do with them? And yet they look godly. They look like things. They got their act together, but they're denying the power of God. And so then they end up loving money and loving things, being proud, being abusive to others. So the you know, when it says have nothing to do with them, I think it doesn't mean for us to cut them off altogether forever and ever. I think it means for us to just, you know, go and find someone else that does want to hear, that does want to grow, that does want to mature, and then go back every now and then. But if we dump all of our energy into someone who is running down the road the wrong way, man, we're going to be hurting. We're going to be sick. We're going to be painful. We're going to feel discouraged. So instead, I want you to turn around and look around those at your feet. Sometimes when you're investing so much into one child that has addiction issues as a teenager or a young adult, you have forgotten that you have other people at your feet, other people around you that do love you, that do want you, that would enjoy a relationship with you. So I want you to turn a little bit here and maybe go back every now and then, but for the most part, turn and invest in those that are right at your feet that need you. Introduction. Self-control is the power to say no to yourself. Whoa. Read that again. Self-control is the power to say no to yourself. Okay. It's the power to discipline your thoughts, speech, and actions, to think or do as you instruct yourself to do. It's an inward strength, courage, and moral restraint to master yourself. Proverbs talks about owning my own spirit. To own myself, I must have a strong, fortified will to wall off anything that would be an enemy to my soul. He that has no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. Proverbs 25, 28. There are two other words in the Bible that mean self-control. Temperance and And sober. sober. And we like sober around here. Yeah, so there's a couple of things I want to talk about. And this is called uh, sober sober thinking, sober acting. So we're not ever going to be chemically sober until we're thinking sober. Mind, body, spirit. That's right. So I, I want us to, to look at this analogy of the walls. In the ancient world, uh, they had to have walls around their city. They had to have gates. They had to have windows. Sometimes their walls were so thick that they could have chariot races around the top of them. But they always had towers with watchmen in it that were guarding that we're saying, oh, the enemy's coming, the army's forming, Uh, this is going on, that's going on. That way they could warn people. And so there are walls around my heart that will protect me from people who are conceited, people who are abusive, people who um, don't have self-control. And 
I am in control of my windows and my doors so that I can let them in a little and then I can move back from them and say, no, you're not going to treat me that way. That door's shut for you right now. And so sometimes I think we need that. I think that's just healthy boundaries. But then sometimes you get the people that are like bullies and, and want to like break in the window or, yeah. kick, or <laughs> kick in the door and then try to come into your life when they, yeah. when, without your, without your uh, approval so to speak. So that's where I, I teach my uh, girls to empower themselves with skills, with job skills, with uh, financial independence, with uh, an education, um, with the ability to govern themselves, to be able to say no, not only to say no, but to not need that person in their life to uh, provide for them. The bully doesn't have to be a boy. <laughs> Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. But it's the girls that I teach on Tuesdays. <laughs> it's not the guys. It's the girls. So you know, I get I, it. I'm just teaching. I, so I think we need to have the ability to um, have the power to put up that boundary and say, you will not cross this boundary. Does that make sense? Yeah. Being assertive is a real big part of recovery. Yeah, because a lot of times we've put ourselves in a position where we don't have any power to say no, and now we're stuck. So uh, what I also teach is that sometimes we always have options, but sometimes we don't like those options, so we end up staying stuck. So going to a sober house, going to a domestic violence shelter, going uh, uh, to live with uh, a family member or doing something different looks looks like going backwards, but it's actually going forward and, and building your power and strengthening yourself where you're going to get out of uh, a situation that is uh, destructive to you, that keeps you stuck. So I want you to think about that. I want you to think about uh, stepping back, putting up some boundaries, and then um, putting some uh, limits on another person that might be abusive and also giving them some ways to get back. Okay, you've got to go to uh, anger classes. Okay, you've got to go to uh, rehab for a while. Okay, you've got to uh, work through this and work through uh, your self-control, work through your ability to deal with your depression and to be able to find good coping strategies so that your life grows and matures and that you can have uh, healthy relationships. Always good to have a little roadmap. It is. It is. And a lot of times we need help with that. A lot of times we cannot figure that out by ourselves. So the lesson here. Well, number one, am I ever in charge of how deep I go into sin? Scripture says that you do not, do you not know that when you offer yourselves to someone to obey him as slaves, you are slaves to the one whom you obey, whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. Romans 6, 16. So what's that saying? Uh, sin always uh, keeps you longer than you want to go and takes you farther than you wanted to go. So it's not something to be played with. If you know that there's something in your life that always leads you down a, a dark path, um, don't go that way. Right. Yeah, stop it before it gets power over you because you don't want to be a slave to it. And there are a lot of addictive substances that you think, oh, I could just, I could just use this a little just to cope on the weekends. But before long it becomes, or, you know, I could use it a little when I'm at a party because everybody else is. But those that really have a true addiction can't do that. No, we, we have the... Uh... Our body chemistry is not the same yeah, uh, as other people. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be an all or nothing. It's a big part of the first step is uh, realizing, you know, admitting 
uh, admit is to let something in. Uh, that idea that, that, that I'm bodily and mentally different from my fellows uh, as far as the disease of addiction right. and alcoholism go. Um, and that's a tough pill to swallow a lot for sometimes because who wants to feel that way? Right. And uh, it goes into the second one. You know, no one tells me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Scripture says there's a way which seems right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. It's Proverbs fourteen twelve and sixteen twenty five. So if there are things in your life that master you, cut them off at the knees before they ever get its start. You know, put those boundaries up. Get some accountability partners. Go to some groups. Get some good support in your in your life. I always say that I'm only as strong as my uh, the people that are holding me up. Like even Moses uh, in the wilderness when they were having a build, uh, battle, he had when his arms were up, they were winning the battle, and when his arms went down, they were losing. So he he got tired after a while holding his arms up. So Aaron and her stood on each side of him and held his arms up until they won that battle. So sometimes you got to have somebody on the left and somebody on the right holding you up until you can win that battle. So number three. Can I just sow my wild oats? Scripture says death and destruction are never satisfied and neither are the eyes of men. That's Proverbs 27, 20. And I have seen this in children. Um, you know, they like I was with a friend and we were at Kings Island and her four-year-old wanted a slushie. And she had told him no because we had packed a lunch and there was, you know, she had healthy food for him and she had drinks for him. And uh, she, she told him no. Well, he threw such a fit and cried and whined and made her so miserable that she walked right over and got it for him. As soon as he got finished with that, he started the next thing, a hot dog, and then the next thing, a chicken nuggets, and then the next thing, uh, cotton candy, and then the next thing. He's going to have a bellyache. This went on all day, and I said, honey, all you're doing is rewarding him for throwing a massive fit. So when she tried to put up a boundary and tell him no, he would just ramp it up. He was four. So basically, she was rewarding him for his fit throwing. And his eyes were never going to be satisfied. The minute his eyes hit something, that's what he wanted. And so I have to realize that in my life, I have to protect my eyes. That's one of my gateways. I have to have enough, enough self-control to say, I will and I won't. And to be able to start small, uh, start with maybe disciplining what time I get up, what time I go to bed, um, what kind of food I eat. Yeah, start really small, really little things, telling myself no, so that I'm practicing my no muscle to my own self. I'm developing self-control. And you have to teach this into children, too. Okay, finding freedom. All right, so what do I need to master myself? Paul says, everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not fight like a man beating the air. No, I beat my body and make it my slave, so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. Mm. 1 Corinthians 9, 25-27. Ooh, so Paul's saying that if he doesn't master himself, he could be disqualified. Ugh. Got to be the boss. Yeah, you got to be the boss of your own self. You got to you got to be able to hold yourself accountable. You got to be able to have, you know, I think freedom is freedom to say no. Sure. Yeah. Number two. How do I find freedom from my flesh? You have been set free and have become slaves to righteousness. Romans six eighteen. You can become you can become a slave to righteousness just by doing what is right. Yeah, just do the next right thing. Just do the next right and, thing. And sometimes you don't have to act. You don't have to respond to a situation. Sometimes you just need to to wait on the Lord and be patient and let things work themselves out, and not interject yourself 
and just do the next right thing so that you're doing what's right. I enjoy letting God be in control of things because it kind of takes some of the responsibility off of me sometimes. You know, I can just exhale. Uh, mm -hmm. I can be proactive in the areas I need to and then let the other things fall as they're supposed to. And uh, the end result, I feel much better about the situation. So, Bobby, if I'm obsessing over something and think I have to do something, that's exactly when I need to sit still and do nothing. Yeah, that's the until tough it, thing, though. Until it becomes very clear what I have to do. If it's not my responsibility, if I'm usurping, usurping somebody else's responsibility, if I'm being over-responsible, I need to just back up. I need to back up and trust God. Okay, number, are we on number four? We are now. <laughs> no, number three? I don't know. Yeah, well, number three. Yeah. How do I live in freedom? Okay. For if you live according to the sinful nature, you will die. But if by the Spirit you will be put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. Mm. Romans, Romans 8.13. Yeah, so sometimes I have to... I have to know in my life what's going to trip me up. I have to know what has power over me because it's, it may be different in my life. You might be able to, to watch certain things on television and it has no effect on you. But I know good and well that if I watch a scary movie, I'm going to have nightmares. And it's, it's going to be a struggle for me. I love scary movies. I know you do. I know. <laughs> We've talked about this. So I know that that's a boundary with myself. I know that I'm not going to put myself in that in that situation because I'm literally running all night long <laughs> in fear. So I know that that's just, I don't have uh, the capacity to be able to, to go and watch a scary movie and walk away and, and you know, I've got to fight with it for a couple of days. So that's just a boundary for me. Okay, so you got to know yourself. You got to know what kind of things trip you up. And then you got to put those, those things to death where it's like, oh, no, that's a boundary. Other people may, but I may not. Well, how can I put to death the misdeeds of the body? Okay. Scripture says, because those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. Romans 8, 14, 15. Okay, so it sounds like I need to cry out. Sounds like I need to recognize my fear and not let fear drive my decisions, but to recognize that I'm, I'm, a, I'm a child of God. I'm an heir. And uh, you know, I, I think a slave is going to act different than a, than a friend or than a son or a daughter. I think we're going to act different if we know our identity in Christ. We're going to be able to go right to God and not hide and say, Lord, I'm really struggling with this. I really need your help. Yes. And and ask him to put people in your life, to put teaching in your life, to put uh, structure in your life that you could conquer the things that are tripping you up. So how do I escape temptation? Scripture, God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide you a way out so you can stand up under it. 1 Corinthians 10.13 he will provide you a way out. So look for the way out. Look for the way out of the peer pressure, out of the uh, indulging um, self-pity, indulging depression, indulging uh, suicidal thinking. Look for a way out. Look for uh, the avenues to where you don't uh, reject that. You, you look at it, you validate it, but you let it move. It's not you. It's not your identity. Your identity is in the fact that God is faithful and that you have the spirit of a, of a child of God, that you're seated at the right hand, that you have access to all that is in the kingdom, but you can't have access to that and be holding on to your fear and on to the things that trip you up at the same time. You got to let go of one and embrace the other.
Does that make sense? Absolutely. So there are two tracks in my life at all times, Bobby. There's the good and the bad. And if I get stuck looking at the good, trying to push it, trying to pull it, trying to fix it, trying to control it, I, I'm stuck. I'm, I'm just stuck. But if I can look at it, turn it over, think, okay, there's nothing I can do today. I just gotta, I just gotta let it go, get up, shake it off, and then go enjoy my day. Because there are some, some things in my life that go on for decades. I mean, it doesn't change. But what has to change is me. I have to be able to move in the capacity to where I'm happy and that I can enjoy my, my life and I can praise the Lord and in spite of it. Okay, number six. Can I return to places of temptation? But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provisions for the flesh to fulfill the lusts thereof. Romans 13, 14. Mm. So make no provision. In other words, cut it off at the, at the knees. Okay. That's the, that reminds me of the barbershop thing. You know, if you hang out at a barbershop long enough, eventually you may get a haircut. <laughs> That's what we talk about, you know, in recovery of people like going around old people places and things. Yeah. Uh, and, and tempting themselves. Uh, I just have to be where, you know, a little bit more vigilant of where I go yes. and who I'm hanging out with That's and, right. and what I'm doing. That's right. So number seven. What if I do not have enough self-control to make right choices? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him in Luke eleven thirteen? Sounds like I need to ask for the Holy Spirit to empower me. Yeah, so what's the promise? Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial and temptation because he has stood the test and he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him in James 1, 2. So the exercise is name what area in your life that you need the most self-control and set up some boundaries and start practicing there. We'll have to go back to that ice cream thing again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, application. Without listening for instructions and yielding ourselves to authorities, we have little protection from the enemy devouring our lives with fleshly self-indulgences. So the instructions are? Uh, Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Mm. Resist him, standing firm in the faith. Wow. Stand firm. Be self-controlled. Alert. Yes. Set up little disciplines in your life and practice self-control in the smaller things. And then when the bigger choices arise, you will be stronger to say no to yourself. So whoever can be trusted with the very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest in much in Luke 16, 10. So I need to practice in those little things so that I can be honest with little things and then honest with much. Absolutely. The principle is true freedom is freedom not to sin. Freedom to say no when I want to say no. So the behaviors are driven by what is in front of us. Use self-control to determine what you place in front of your eyes, what you listen to, and where you go. Take control of your life by walking in the Spirit, exercising your sonship, your your adoption to, to God, to enjoy the fruit of the Spirit, the love, joy, peace. Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control of Galatians 5, 22, and 23. Finally, prepare your minds for actions. Be self-controlled. Set your hope fully on the grace to be given you when Jesus Christ is revealed. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. For it is written, Be holy, because mm. I am holy. 1 Peter 1, 13 through 14, 16. Lord, Help us to master our own selves. Give us dominion over our own souls that we may choose what to think, what to say, 
and what to do by the power and the authority of the Holy Spirit of our loving God. We just love you, Lord. We love you and we love you. Amen. And this is Angie Meadows. And Bobby Snyder. And this is The Rock Recovery. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye-bye.